0: And when the sun came out, my gown came off.
1: Welcome to the ultra ordinary pandemic holiday extravaganza. Well, hello,
2: ladies. (laughs) Hello. So we better live up to the name. What do we say? Extravaganza pandemic. Holiday. Holiday. Okay.
1: Ultra ordinary. I told you I'm heavy on the ordinary these days. Do our fans remember who we are? Like our voices, our different voices? Our four fans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we
2: love them. We do. We do. I was surprised on Twitter the other day, whoever, somebody said, which is what started this whole conversation. Somebody was like, oh, are you going to do guys going to do a podcast? <gasps> oh, yeah. Who, who was that? And I, I, I'm sorry. Matthew. I Matthew. It was Matthew. Mm-hmm.
1: That's right who I have had the pleasure of meeting and running with in real life. Yep. Yep. Oh, That's exciting. So thank you, Matthew. (laughs) This is for you. Yeah. We'll dedicate this one to Matthew. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Well, uh, so the holiday extravaganza, one of the main holidays we have to talk about, even though it is approaching Christmas, we really need to recap for Halloween. And I really want to hear about what Christina did this past Halloween. Oh my gosh. I don't even know where to
0: begin. Uh I, I think the first thing I, I I told Angela was if anything could go wrong with this race, it did. Like, oh no. <laughs> it's kind of funny in a way. Um so Havelina hundred, K. Um initially, and I'll try to keep this brief. Um uh, because it took me 25 hours to finish this race, <laughs> like it went past Halloween, like I was <laughs> going into the new year practically. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, when I had finished the 2018 100K, I knew that I was going to do the 100 mile uh, there at some point. And a friend of mine had told me that the race in 2020 was going to land on Halloween with a full moon, and I thought perfect. This is the year. It's going to be the most perfect year. Everything is going to happen in sync. Everything is going to flow perfectly. Everything is just going to, you know. When
1: was that exactly that you were thinking this about 2020? Two years ago. Okay, <laughs> Two years ago because we, we talked
2: about do it, about doing it together.
0: Yes, we did. Yes, we did. And I remember changing the little sign. It was like 2016 and I changed it to 2020. And I remember I I shared it with you and, you know, life has different paths and, you know, things happen in a couple of years. And, you know, unfortunately, Angela wasn't able to participate with me this year, but she would, you will say, I will say right off the bat that Angela was with me. Like I I thought of you and I I thought of Melissa, but Angela was with me in spirit. I know that because she was supposed to be hurting with me (laughs) (laughs) on that trail. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, so um, I thought about this race a lot in two years, um, not every day, but it was always at the forefront because I knew it was going to come along. And I figured two years was plenty of time for me to train, which, you know did not happen no No, because i literally probably had like you know six weeks yeah um uh so uh when january first hit for this year it was the very first thing i did i registered for the hundred mile because this was going to be the perfect year that it was going to happen and then uh Fast forward to a couple of months, and life vastly changed for pretty much all of us. And city went lockdown, and training just kind of went out the window. Thinking about this, um, eventually running was, you know, happening. And and you know, uh, Melissa and I, I know we did the the virtual races. We're doing. I know you did. Tennessee and yes. we should probably talk about that as
1: well because you had a very Yeah, should we like also talk about yeah. general pandemic running and <laughs> what this has done to us? It's been a challenge. Cause I'm curious, you know, you registered for this race in January. By March, the entire world had changed and nobody thought of this. Like Yeah. And I wasn't even sure. I mean, so many races were canceled. Like, how did, did you know if Javelina was still going to go on or how far in advance did you know that? They, we had no
0: idea. They, they, Aravipa had tried to give us as much information, but they can only give us what they know. And one of the latest um, or earliest notifications they said was we would find out approval or information by August or sometime in early August. And then August rolled around and we didn't hear anything. And I don't think they got approval. They were waiting from Maricopa County um, to get approval. And it didn't happen until I think September that we got the word, early September. Um, but they were able to um, hold a couple of races successfully because they initiated these um, this event safety plan protocol. And reading what they had did for the other races, I knew that Havelina was going to look vastly different. Like it was going to be... It wasn't like 2016, as you probably remembered, Melissa. It was just completely different.
1: Yeah, I mean, this was something I was thinking because my I run like alone and in places where there aren't other people. So in 2016, when we ran Javelina, it felt so crowded to me. There were const- I was like in a conga line constantly of people. So I was wondering, how did they put on this race in a pandemic trying to keep people separate from each other?
0: Well, the first thing they did was they limited amount of people that were in the race. Like it was probably, and I think from years past, I think they've had for a total of all of the races, the 100 mile, the 100K, the, um, the jackass night runs, I think they probably had close to a thousand participants, yeah. like over the course of all those races. This time they were limited to, I think, just over 500
1: for all of the so races. it's like half the number. Half. So you had signed up. How do they determine from people who signed up who gets to go and who doesn't? Well, they
0: sent out a notice. um, One of the, they did a a survey uh, back in, I think, July, I think it was. And they listed that they gave the option of people who wanted to defer and they could defer for like the next three years. Um, So if people wanted to cancel their, their registration for this year, they could roll it over to another year. Or, if they were planning on going, they wanted to get a basically a feeler for how many participants they would actually have, and then they had people who were actually on the wait list as well, like people who because when um, they shut down registration i it's probably in March maybe they stopped uh, you know having registration open, they had people go on the wait list in the event that the the event would you know would go on they could have people from the waitlist that, that entered. So they put out a survey to just get a filler. And so I still put out that uh, I was going to participate. And um, when it came out that it was getting approved, there was another survey um, that, you know, and, and what they did was they changed the race over one, instead of one day, Saturday into Sunday, they spaced it out starting on Thursday. So the race was going to happen oh. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, with start times for 100 mile, 100K, both in the morning and the evening. And based on when you registered, they were giving priority to whatever. you know. If you registered early in the, you know, the year, you would have priority over somebody who registered at the end of March of picking what day and what time you wanted. Now, considering that I had registered first day, I knew that I wanted to do Halloween, Saturday, you know, Saturday, Saturday morning, because that was the only time on Saturday that they had for that for the race. I didn't want to pick Thursday. I didn't want to pick Friday because, you know, not to sound sort of like, you know, my whole thing for the last two years was to do this race on Halloween. And I felt, well, I don't want to run it on Thursday. I kind of want to wear a costume and, you know, It just didn't feel right to be on there. So I was like, I'm going to pick on set. And then when they approved it, you know, another thought that I had was, do I actually want to go? Because I actually started thinking about this, that if it didn't happen, if they didn't get approved, then, you know, well, so be it. It's canceled. Nothing I could do about that. But if they actually did hold it, would I go at this point, knowing that we're still in this pandemic, would I feel safe? Do I still want to travel to Arizona? I'm not flying. I just don't feel comfortable flying at this point. Like I could drive, but do I still want to go? And would I feel safe? And in, you know, I actually did. I actually did feel knowing that we're going to be so spaced out. In fact, they said there's probably going to be 10 people per mile. And knowing how like my other races have gone there, I knew I wasn't going to be around anybody. Very rare. There was, hours when I actually came across somebody. Like wow. I was I was pretty alone, like very alone. It, but I didn't feel like you know, but it was it was fine. I I felt okay. But um but yeah um did I answer that question? Did I
1: <laughs> I can't remember what the question was so yes. I registered on January 1st <laughs> <laughs> And so you ran the race. You ran Haveline 100 on Halloween. Ran it's, it just you know it? I didn't really run that much. You,
0: you covered honest. it. You covered. I it. covered it. I covered it. I walked a lot. I hobbled mm. uh, quite a bit. Um, I yeah. It was kind of. It got very very painful. Probably because I went into the race pretty undertrained. I'll admit. Because while I was. Consistent with running, um, I didn't have the whole bigger, longer miles that you, you know, one really needs. And I did um, you know, back to backs, but I think the longest run I did was I did the, the Marine Corps 50k virtual. And that was pretty much my longest distance that I did, and that was only like three weeks before the race. And so that was gonna be my long run.
1: That's a pretty long run though.
0: It was, it was, but I mean, come on, you know that it. I mean, when I trained for the hundred k, you know, a couple of years ago, I had a lot more sufficient training. But because we had a couple months where trails weren't even open,
1: yeah. So I was gonna say it wasn't like like you had limitations. Yeah, and it's like okay, how much can you run
0: on the road? Like for me, it's just and there's people and people don't wear masks, and I'm like you know, running with a mask and it gets uncomfortable at times, but, you know, I just deal with it. I'm like, I'd rather wear it than, mm-hmm. than, than not wear it. And I will, you know, I will do that. Um, I kind of resorted to running in my parking uh, garage in my building, which, wow, well, that's very clever. Oh, it's not ideal, but I'm around nobody. Like it's just me and the cars, like not the band just you know, the actual, the actual cars, although they might come on and play this, but I mean, it's, it's literally like maybe a 200 foot loop, maybe. Oh if even gosh. that. It So it's literally circle circles. It's not ideal, but it's, I feel safe. I'm not around mm-hmm. anybody, um, but you know, how much training can you train, you know, do in that situation? So I was able to get on some of the trails um, once they opened, but there was one that's further away from me. And so I was just like, "Oh, I don't really really travel that far. The one that's closer to me is Griffith park. And it was packed. Mm
1: -hmm. Like
0: it is packed. I used to be pre pandemic last year. whenever I used to go out there six, seven o'clock in the morning and it was pretty quiet. A few people that would do their hiking and walking and a few trail runners. And it was, it was, you know, manageable. And now they just came out in droves. Like there were, I'm like, where, where are these people coming from? Where were they last year?
1: That's exactly what happened in Colorado, too. I mean, we're an outdoorsy people, but I haven't been on the trails in a long time because everything else is closed down. And so everybody's just in droves on the trails, and it's super crowded, and that's not good. So, yeah, that was exactly the wow. same this year, too.
0: Yeah, and I think because everybody was indoors as well, so they wanted to get out. There. And I, don't, I mean, I don't blame them. I mean, I get it.
1: But I was just
0: not used to that. I literally was just not used to it. And it's very hilly. A lot of people, um, Griffith Park is very, very, there's some very steep climbs. And, you know, being close to people and wearing masks was very uncomfortable because you're hiking up and it's just like a mile long stretch. And it's like, you know, it's hard for me to breathe without the mask going up the hills, let alone with the mask. So it wasn't ideal, but, you know, it kind of deterred me. Like I didn't train very well for Javelina at all. So I kind of knew it was going to be a very long day. I knew I was going to walk a whole lot. Um, another issue that I had was with my shoes. So my shoes were kind of worn out. In fact, I think I wore them a couple of years ago at the last Javelina <laughs> <laughs> because they worked for me and they were discontinued. Oh, and no. I get no problems. Like these shoes do not give me blisters. Like they make my feet happy. And so when I was getting closer to running, um, when I was getting closer to the race, I'm like, is it too close that I should break in some new shoes at this point? Like, I just felt like I, I don't, like, we know the rule. Don't try anything new on race day. Yeah. Go with what works. And those shoe, shoes work. But I think, I had some trouble because of that. It did not you know um it did not help me um in the long run. I got through it, but
1: you know that was kind of an issue and you wore a costume the whole time. is that correct? for the most part yes,
0: because um and I could because we had this lovely cloud cover, oh nice, oh, it was magnificent like it was so beautiful I we could not I I could not believe it like people kept saying it was such beautiful weather like p- parts of it of course did get hot um but it was manageable it was hotter a couple years ago it was way hotter in 2016 so it was just like oh my god it was just gorgeous like I could not complain about the weather so I was able to wear the costume for a very long time. And what was your costume? I was, I was Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And Yay! I was very, very proud of it. I got to create, I, I tweaked it because I was sort of her a couple of years ago. But I don't think I really pulled it off as well as I did this year. Because I really wanted that dissenting color, especially because she passed away this year. So mm-hmm. it really meant a lot to me to, to be with her, like to have her there, like have her spirit. And I got so much positive feedback. People knew me right away. They kept saying RBG. Oh my God. (laughs) And it was just like, it it just made me happy. Like I didn't care about, you know, how much I was running. I didn't care about my time. I really just wanted to wear that costume and, you know, finish the thing. Like, so I wore it the first loop. Um, I wore it for the most part, all of it. Um, when I got to rattlesnake, you know how we do Escondido trail, that really rocky section.
1: Yeah.
0: I, it's notoriously hot in that part for me because by the time I get to it, it's like, you know, high noon. So, um, I kind of, uh, anticipated taking it off because it was going to get a little bit warm and I knew that, but I had arm sleeves. And so I put ice in my arm sleeves and bandana because it was already kind of, you know, kind of toasty at that point. So, um, I was able to take it off a little bit and I didn't see anybody like literally that whole section. I was on it for like two hours, not one person. I didn't see one person. It was just me. Wow. Me and a couple of lizards. And that was it. (laughs) So, um, I put it on again, just before I finished that. Um, and then I wore it again on the second loop. Oh, here's the thing with the loops as well, because the race changed. We were all going clockwise. There was no counterclockwise. There was no washing machine. We were all going in the same direction to minimize the distance between, you know, people. Because remember, we could see people coming um, towards us. So we didn't have really much contact with anybody. So I don't know if anybody else was wearing costumes. The only one I really saw was the Incredible Hulk. (laughs) And his tent was actually stationed right across mine and he kind of comes into play because whenever we would see each other at the aid station, he would go, Hey, Ruth. And I'd be like, Hey, Hulk. (laughs) (laughs) So it was really sweet, but I saw a few other people who were like dressed up, which was kind of, you know, it was nice because it was Halloween. I figured, but I didn't know because we were so spaced out and I didn't see that many people. I don't know who was all dressed up. I couldn't really see as much, but I did see a few people. Um, but I don't know the extent of it over the course of the weekend. So, um, uh, so I did wear the costume, uh, second loop. Um, I don't think I took it off for the second loop. Did I take it off at all? No, I wore it for the whole second loop. Um, so for the most part, um, and I'm kind of speeding through things, uh, chopping stuff out. So just for time's sake, um, I had some trouble with the second loop. I started having issues with my hip. So I kind of attributed to two things, probably a little under training. um, And the shoes, like I I know that now that I didn't have that quite support. So um, second loop, I started to feel some really like discomfort, which is normal in these races, long distances, as, you know, I'm getting close to about 40 miles. Well, yeah, I guess about 40 miles, uh, probably before that. um, I was probably about 25, 30 miles into the race when I started feeling it. When I finished the second, before I finished the second loop, I decided that I had a lot of time. So you have 29 hours to do this race for the 100K. So I decided I have plenty of time. I'm going to take a break because I could, you know, I have plenty of time. I'm just, I'm going to sit out a couple hours just to rest my hip. I mean, I, I didn't anticipate how long I was going to be out, um, but I ended up going back to the tent after finishing second loop and um, ate some cold pizza and drank some coca-cola and took a nap and it was like five hours later when i decided to go back into the wow (laughs) i think it was about five hours it felt shorter but i think i think it was that long it might have been because i think it was probably around 10 p.m I, nine or 10 on saturday um and then i think i set out maybe like two, three, what is that? 10, 11, 12, one, two, three. Yeah, to like 3 a.m.
2: Was it hard to get going again? A little bit. And that was my
0: concern because I didn't want to get cold. But it wasn't as cold at night that it, than it was. I bundled up, but I, I was concerned about that, that I, my legs were just going to kind of stiffen up and it was going to be hard to get going Ugh. again. So um, I kind of rested my eyes, but it was kind of hard because you're in headquarters, but it's very quiet still like there's not a lot of people like this is how quiet this this race was um
1: jackass junction was it a happen place oh no there, oh. the the dance floor was empty There was like one cheerleader there not the whole no. squad no cheerleaders no, nobody
0: oh like i took photos and it was it it, it kind of it broke my heart like it really yeah. kind of broke my heart that the atmosphere was, was so different. Like it was a ghost town. It's so noticeable that used to be lively and dancing and people walking around, and it was just you know it, it, to the credit of vibe but they did their best. Yeah, like they really tried to instill that atmosphere and fun atmosphere, and for the most part, it was. But it's it was really noticeable how different it was.
1: Well, especially because you had run it before, you knew what it's normally like. I think maybe yeah. for someone who had never run it before, it, it would have just seemed like, oh, this is the way it is. But you knew yeah. it's usually a party. It's a party out there, but you can't party during a pandemic. Nobody was dancing. Like, I didn't see anybody. I certainly didn't dance. <laughs> like
0: <laughs> I wasn't really in the dancing mood. But um, yeah, it was, it was, it was different. It kind, of, it kind of broke my heart. But, you know, y- we make the best of it you know, what can we do? You know, I chose to participate and I I was going to go and just make the best of what the day was going to be, you know, whatever it was that it, you know, just get through it. But I will say, I'll back up real quick when I started, because I left this part out, that when I started the race, like this is how out of practice I am. I started (laughs) the race and I was probably about maybe a half a mile maybe a mile I don't even know at this point point. and I had my um my hydration pack underneath my my gown and I went to get I'm like I noticed I'm like something feels a little off I forgot my water bottle with Carbo Pro oh
1: and I had no fuel so you had to go 20 miles loop before you get back to it <laughs> yes oh no yes and you
0: know these races are all about anticipating what can go wrong and that went wrong luckily i had i had a packet of like these sports beans and food does not go well with me like during Mm -hmm. these races so i stuck with liquids i was like okay i'm just gonna have like ginger ale at start at first Every time I go through the A season, let me just get some ginger ale because that'll be okay. And I wanted to hold off on getting any caffeine because I was scared that I was going to crash at some point. And I like to hold off on the caffeine until like later. Um, so, yeah, that was really interesting to to get through that. But starting second loop, I had the issues with with the hip. I rested. I started loop three like around three o'clock in the morning maybe, and. um I kind of consciously decided to start later because I made the decision um, kind of early on before this race even happened that I was probably going to take a break from long distances and I most likely was not going to go back to Javelina. What? Yeah. Like this was going to be the swan song. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just kind of, i have like, you know what? This course, like the, the race is great. Yeah. And I recommend people, like, give it a try. Go for it. Because I, I love it. I think it's so well organized. I love the atmosphere. They make it so easy for everybody. Like the tents, the food, everything. Like this race is very well organized. They, they put it on very well. The music, it's lively. Um, but this course, honestly, for me, wrecks me. Mm-hmm. Like it just, I cannot figure it out. Like it just, it's just it, they pe- people say, oh, quote unquote, it's an easy course. It's not an easy course. Like I don't find it easy. It's very rocky in sections. It's just for me that does not like. I just I can't. Like my body just does not respond. Maybe I just want an easy trail. <laughs> like maybe I just want <laughs> flat. Maybe I just stick with road races. No, it's just. <laughs> Across the years, I know, right, right. Yeah, maybe that. Maybe next year. <gasps> maybe next year.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Maybe maybe twenty twenty one into twenty twenty two. And
1: twenty two is my favorite number. <gasps> that might be fitting. All right. Uh, it has been recorded. It has been said. Yeah. Someone remind us of that. Oh no! I better not. I better not. <laughs> I'll remind you of it. I'll remind you of it because we always do across the years, but yeah. it's canceled this year. Thankfully, I was really glad when I saw that it was canceled because there's no way you can have hundreds of people running a one mile loop and sharing a porta potty uh, in a pandemic. <laughs> so it's canceled. But yeah, next twenty twenty one, twenty two. Well, maybe.
0: Go. Well, maybe all, all three of, us. of us.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I'm, and just senior. Yeah, yes. yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. You
2: yeah. Okay. So, but I, so finished lap three. So, cause you get across the finish line at lap three. So I
0: want to. So lap three, I set out and okay. So when I decided that I wasn't going to, um, this most likely, this is not, I wasn't going to return to Javelina. I never saw the second sunrise and So they always talk about you having seen the second sunrise and I was like, you know what, this is going to be the race that I do it. So it's kind of fitting that I waited because if I had gone out, so my decision to take a break was for, for a few reasons because of the hip, I thought, you know what, I'm just gonna, it's on a pain threshold uh, from one to 10, it was probably hovering between a seven and eight. And I knew like I could move, It wasn't, you know, wasn't like I was hindered so I could move, but I knew the section between coyote and jackass. It's like, I think it's like five and a half miles, six miles. Um, And it's rocky. It's, there's some uphill grade and it's just for me, that section is the hardest section. Um, And I knew I, uh, my hip was just, I had a feeling it was just not going, my hip was just not going to be very happy. And I could potentially do some damage to it at that point, and it was going to be early, because I would have had another probably um, ten miles, probably to go, maybe oh probably even more than that, maybe about fifteen, fifteen sixteen miles to go that second half of that section. So I'm like, which is quite a bit to to have with a bum hip, but. So I I decided to rest to um, give me some time to hopefully stretch it out. I had my little travel wand thing to, you know, roll out the muscles. So maybe that would help.
2: Was it like muscle pain or joint pain or was it your back, your IT band? What was it? What I know it was the hip flexor. Okay. So it was
0: all like on that hip and it was just rolling into like my inner thigh. Yeah. And it just felt every time I walked up, so it was just, I could feel it. So um, I set out for, for loop three and it was fine. It was still about the seven or the eight. And it was when I got to the coyote section, the part that I was kind of scared about, it got kind of worse. Um, so I was slow, but I'm like, you know what? Let me just get through this. This is my last loop. I'm done. I'm not coming back. Let me just finish this. And I was in my costume, so I felt good for that. <laughs> good. Um, I finished. Um, I went through Coyote Jackass. I got I got to see the sunrise. Um, I got to the last aid station, which is Rattlesnake. And... Um, it started to get really hot. Like, I was fine up until that point. And somehow, somebody turned on the oven oh to no. 450 and the sun had come out. Like, it was fine up until that point. But somehow, it was like, well, luckily, I only have about four miles left to go. Great. So, at that point, it was okay. So, when I did my costume, I had my little descent collar. And I kept thinking I should have like cut it. Like I should have created it to where it was a little bit like thinner around. Cause I thought maybe it was a little bit wider. However, this collar came in handy later because on my last loop, I didn't take my hat. And when the sun came out, my gown came off and my descent <laughs> collar became my visor. <laughs> I don't know if, Oh, maybe I should try to find it real quick. Um, it was like my saving grace and I don't know if you can see this that so like your crown yes so it became this was my visor I don't know if you can see it I love
2: it oh I love it and it saved me <laughs> it, it
0: wasn't it wasn't all that you know it shilled that sun but it got so hot um my hip was still kind of bad so but I felt like okay maybe it's kind of easing up I'm okay and a couple of miles in, um, I decided I'm gonna run that last. Cause I really want this section done, and my hip is not getting any better. I'm gonna go ahead and start running. Bad mistake, really bad mistake. Because I somehow jammed my hip, and my pain threshold from you know seven eight went up to about a thirty. Ooh. Oh. And I could not run. I could barely walk. It was that bad. I had never. Felt that intense pain like ever. Even when I rolled my ankle twice in a race, I don't even think I felt that intense pain ever. And I just started, I was like, I just started crying at that point because the pain was so intense. And it probably took me another maybe 45 minutes to finish the last two miles, maybe, maybe. 50 around there but it was like the longest 45 minutes 50 minutes ever like I kept stopping I tried to stretch it I tried to you know I just I'm like I just want to get done like I literally just want to get done and right then I switched into like my mantra mode and I I kept telling myself um the pain is going away. The pain is going. I just kept repeating that over and over again. There is no pain. There is no pain. The pain is going away. The pain is going away. The pain wasn't going away, but I kept thinking, like, if I just keep repeating to myself, maybe the pain would go away. And it didn't really, but it kind of took my mind off of it. So I just kept repeating that over and over, over pain, go away. Pain's going away. Pain's going, I don't feel anything. Pain's going away. It didn't, but I got through when I could hear the music to headquarters it was just like the angels were singing (laughs) angels were singing oh i was like they're calling me home they're calling me home (laughs) (laughs) so i i was i before i got there i was like well i have to put my costume back on because and i had to take it off and I tried to um, keep it on for as long as possible um, in that very hot section, but I could literally feel my skin like burning, like it was just like I was ba- like I my I was cooking. I I literally felt my insides was was cooking. So I was like, well, let me just take it off for just a little bit. And I probably only had it off for maybe a couple, like three miles, um, but because it, it was just it was so hot. And am like, if I had that thing on, and you know, dealing with my hip, I think, I I don't know. I I don't know if I would have died. I could have (gasps) died.
1: We do not want that to happen.
0: No. I was like, okay, no race is ever worth doing that. I'm like, I'm sorry. I love you, Halloween, but I just, I couldn't, I just couldn't. And I love Ruth. I'm like, I hope I did her proud. I probably, I wore her, you know, 98% of the time I really did. And I just didn't want my skin and my body to cook. Because it was, it got so super hot. Somebody turned on that oven and it was fine for the most part, but oh my gosh, I'm glad that heat happened on that last section on the very last day, because if it happened the day before, I don't know how much trouble, how much more trouble I would have been in.
1: Yeah. If you'd gotten that Sunday start time or was it there, nobody was starting on Sunday or whatever day it was that it was hot. Sunday
0: morning. So it was the last day. So, and I don't know what it was like on the Thursday and Friday. It was actually, I think it might've been pretty nice. I think it was kind of warm, but I don't think it was, it wasn't as lovely as Saturday with that nice.
1: Well, 2020 came through for something with you a little bit then the cloud cover.
0: Yes. Yeah. Like that was a blessing.
1: And the whole way that I found out you did this was because I was looking at Ara Vipa's Twitter and I was like, my god, is that Christina dressed as Ruth Bader Ginsburg finishing Havelina <laughs> 100? What? And then I'm just like waiting to hear anything from you. So when I had finished
0: um so I came through the chute in the big, you know, hoka, uh, you know, air inflatable arch. Um I ran and oh, I didn't run. I, I think maybe I tried to run a little bit, but I don't think I could. Um I, I walked through, and I was like, "Oh, we're finished. I'm done. This is it." And I looked over, and um, I saw uh, Jubilee, the um, race director, and I saw her turn, pick up something, and come over. And I don't want to start crying right now because it was. I was so like at that point, I, I felt so much emotion. And she gave me the buckle, and she gave me the. I saw the award, and I, I had. I had such a ball, this ball of emotion, like the last, the the whole race. I mean, it wasn't difficult the the whole time, but I definitely struggled. Like, and especially that last, you know, bit of section. Luckily it was only that one bit of section that I was really in pain. The other section I was still struggling, but you know, I could still manage Um, because I mean, suffering is, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's, it is what it is, you know, we all have our definition of suffering and that definitely was not, um, it was a struggle, but when she presented that to me, it was like, I just unleashed all of that emotion and it just (laughs) all came out because it was relief and it was happiness and it was pure joy that I was able to do this race in the first place, that I was able to finish, that I got to be in costume, And I got to win it,
1: and it was just like because you what did you say that you won the costume award, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) You beat Hulk. (laughs) I
0: beat. He won the male. Oh, they had separate
1: division. Okay.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: I mean, that's very fitting. Ruth Bader Ginsburg and Hulk win.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And you know what? I actually told him. So here's the thing. I kept kind of running into him. But on the first, okay, so on the first loop, um, I, um, I had switched out my Ruth Bader Ginsburg glasses for my, my, my other glasses, because like, it was the sun, right? And when I got into Rattlesnake on that very first loop, one of the volunteers, she's like, oh, my gosh, I love your costume. I got to get a picture with you. And I'm like, oh, great. But I had my other sunglasses on. So I'm like, wait, we need the full effect. Ruth needs to be here full effect. So I took off my glasses and I was looking for my Ruth glasses and they were gone. I didn't have, I'm like, Oh my gosh, I lost my glasses. So I think when I had, I had switched out cause I was switching up, I was getting my glasses out of my pack. So what happened was I had to take off my gown, take off my, my pack. And in that moment, sometime between, um, Jackass and, and Rattlesnake, they fell. Now um, In my mind, I kept thinking, well, I have to go on this loop again. I'll just look for them. And that section, it, there's not a whole lot of rocks. It's pretty. It's a, I love that section. It's smooth. It's like little downhill. It's not technical. Oh, it's just the most beautiful section. Everybody loves that section because it's so runnable. It really is. And so I'm like, I'll be able to find it. Um, but I didn't. So I was really upset. So Ruth was coming apart. Oh, no. I lost the glasses. <laughs> and then after when I finished the first loop, I got back to the tent and I had to get the my headlamp and I took off my, my hat because I didn't need it on the second loop because I knew it was gonna be dark. And I realized I lost my Ruth earrings. <laughs> Oh no. I my costume was like 50% at this
1: point. But I recognized you from the picture. I mean, that was, that was RBG. That was
0: RBG. Thank you. Thank you. So when I got to um, the finish, I was like, I, I'm mostly there, you know, I think I had just the gown and, and my, my collar and I got my award and I was super like, it was just it was just wonderful i i was I was literally just in shock, like I was just in shock, I'm like, Oh my god, and so i I mean just tears like i just i couldn't contain just what the last your
2: Instagram story was just the best because and I don't know if you knew you were recording, but I was watching you that day, and she's and I got on Instagram, and you, I all I see is like the ground, and I can hear Christina sobbing, and I hear them. I you can see the feet of other people and everything, and <laughs> she just was, it was adorable. It was just adorable. It was
0: wonderful. It was authentic. Like you could just. I was like,
2: <laughs> it was
0: very authentic. Oh yeah. My gosh. So when I got to um, the tent, you know, after the finish. Hulk was right, right across from me and he says, um, he says, Oh, Ruth, um, I have something for you. He found my glasses on the very first loop and he held on to them for me that whole time. My
2: goodness.
0: And I told him, I said, and he, he showed me like he got the award. I'm like, you had to have gotten that award. And so he showed me his award and I showed him my award and we took a photo and I told him, I said, Well, you know what RBG and the incredible Hulk have in common. He's like, What? I said, They're both superheroes. And he's like, That's all. I said he says, I love That's that. Awesome. I said, That's awesome. So it was it was really, really great. And I it was just a perfect way to kind of my experience with Javelina because I honestly don't know if I would go back like to be honest this course just does not like me
1: well you've done it you know you've run that race several times maybe maybe it's time for something different yeah
0: yeah I think so and you know what I, it, it it makes me think I'm oh like you know and I thought of you because I was like gosh you know Melissa has done like 100 miles and I don't even know.
1: Not at Halloween. No, though. no, but you have, you have.
0: But it made me think. I'm like, I don't even think I want to do 100 miles at this point. Like, I just
1: yeah, it's stupid. <laughs> it is.
0: <laughs> Way kudos to you and to everybody who completed it because it's. I, I still can't get my mind around. Like, I only did only did like 62, and it's just I can't imagine going another 40. Miles, like I, I, just can't fathom that anymore. So I don't even know if a hundred-mile race is going to be in my cards, you know, at all. And I kind of, you know, am making peace with that. But I was, I was happy to finish, Havelina, And here's the funny part. So the whole thing was to do this on Halloween with a full moon. The cloud cover kind of really made that full moon oh, not man. visible.
1: <laughs> oh rats! But it was still there. It just you couldn't see it. Couldn't really see it. I saw it the day before. <laughs>
0: there you go. So oh, it, it was. It was lovely. Maybe that's why everything was so crazy. Because you know, crazy things happen. Oh yeah,
2: that's right. Yeah, everything gets weird on a full moon. Yeah. Swimming. So it was
1: definitely weird. Definitely weird. But I was. Well, we're very proud of you, Christina. Well, thank you very. Congratulations. Uh, thank yeah. you. That's amazing that you. I mean, just to think about how you had planned for this and wanted this and all of these things came in the way, the pandemic and
0: you, you pulled it off. I did. I did. I'm very proud. That was definitely the highlight to this year and um, probably ever in my running, running, you know, experiences. So I, I was really, I was very happy, very happy. I mean, yeah, this was the
2: cherry on the top. That's awesome. I was proud of you. I, I was so tickled that just watching you that day, I was out running. I haven't been running very much at all, but I happened to be out running that day and, and I hadn't seen your story yet, but I was like, Oh, I, I just thought about you and you know, I don't know. It's been so long since we've all talked and I'm like, Oh, whatever. Like, you know, I was feeling blue for about 30 seconds thinking, Oh, I was going to go do that this year with you. And you know, I'm so far from being able to run that right now that, but I thought about you and it was just, I don't know, it just brought up lots of good memories. And then to see that you won the, the prize and I was showing it to Wayne and, I, you know, I just, it, I was, I was just proud of you. I was really proud oh, of you. Oh, thank you, Angela.
0: And you were there. Like, literally, you you were there with me. I talked to you. I'm like, Angela, <laughs> this is tough. <laughs> Pull me along, please.
2: And Angela said, stay vertical, <laughs> keep moving. Stay vertical. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, stay vertical. I need to write that down.
1: Yeah, I see you writing right now. You're writing it down.
2: I am writing it down because I I did not stay vertical at one point earlier this year in a run. And that has uh-huh. been my, yeah. So I took a nosedive with the help of my dog <gasps> and stuffed up pretty good. And I mean, and it was whatever. It was okay, you know, but I, you know, bled and knocked a few things out of whack and... I just haven't run the same since, so I don't know what that's all about. But oh, no. I'm glad you reminded me of my own words to stay vertical. So I'm, that was good. I'd forgotten that I said that. <laughs> I'm sure I stole it from. I'm sure I stole it from somebody. But
1: no, you made that up. That's yours, straight yeah. <laughs> Your dog needs the memo, though. Oh,
2: yeah. uh, she does. Yeah, she got. In, she was grounded for quite a oh. while. She didn't get to go running with me and. Did something um, kind of trigger her to just like, was it something that? We just, we crossed paths with another dog and the people didn't have their dog. They had their dog on like a 20 foot lead. And I was kind of waiting and my dog was pulling towards their dog and they didn't shorten their lead up. And I had just stopped and was waiting for them to move on. I said, I need to go this way. And I don't know. They just were not considerate. Dog walking owners. And I don't know, then my dog lurched at their dog and their dog lurched at mine, and I just, I went straight down. Oh, no. So, yeah, I mean, it was, you know, and then I got mad and ran as fast as I could, like was three quarters of a mile from the house and ran as fast as I could home, which was probably not smart. Um, But, yeah, I mean, it wasn't like a bad. Thing. It just was enough to throw things out of whack, and I can imagine, like mentally and physically, falling can.
0: Oh, so sorry. I'm sending you a hug.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you
1: get your bones repaired. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, nothing broke. Just you know, I just think things take longer to heal up. Damn it! But you're healing. You're healing. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm getting there. Very good. What about you, Melissa?
1: What have you been running? I've been running some virtual races.
0: (laughs) Melissa's a machine. Like you are. No. No, she is.
1: is. No, I've been embracing the walking, you know, I love that because we do across the years. And there's so many people there who walk the whole, and they'll walk like 400 miles or something. I don't know, like a lot. So I've slowed down a lot, a lot, a okay, lot.
0: Melissa, how many miles have you done this year?
1: Well, I don't know, I'd ha- but my, I'm closing in on 3000, which is the highest ever. Oh for my me. gosh. But a lot of those miles were, were sl- very slow in walking. Um,
0: 3000. That is unbelievably like impressive.
1: That's a lot of miles. Thank you. It's been a lot of loops around my neighborhood. Um, So I did it. Well, I, you did this too, Christina Aravipa Strong.
0: I did the shorter. Yeah. Distance. Did you do like, which one did you, you did the,
1: I did a hundred miles and I did it. You had 10 days to do it, but I decided I did it in a weekend (laughs) (laughs) because I had to work. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and I, I have to say, I really embrace the, well, for me, it wasn't a five hour rest. I took a full night. Like I, I ran 50 some miles on Saturday and then I slept like eight hours, got up the next morning, watched American Ninja Warrior with my son, had coffee. And then I went back out again and finished it off like for the rest of the day. So I was like, you know what? This is the way to run 100 milers. I'm not a 24 hour 100 miler. I'm like a 40 hour 100 miler.
0: Oh my gosh, I don't speak Melissa language. <laughs> I don't care. I'm just gonna do 50. That's a that's that's amazing, Melissa. You are really no, that,
1: it was nothing.
0: Oh you know. can you believe her, Angela? <laughs> Be that is impressive. That's that's very impressive. I was, you is. know,
1: i I was felt pretty good about that because I had a lot of trouble running when the pandemic first started. Just work got really crazy and so stressful and it was like I was too stressed to run and just didn't really have time, like trying to do a semester's worth of work in a week and a half. You yeah. Know, like. So by the time in April when Air Viper Strong rolled around, like I this was the first virtual race, kind of, I think that Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is so cool. And it was great. I had none of that pre-race anxiety of Oh, That would be the way or, to go for you. I'm kinda, I'm, yeah, I kind of liked it. Um and then after that, gee, Brett, and I did, I decided, well, wh- what was that? Like 635 miles over the And summer. you
0: did the both, right? Did you do?
1: I, yeah. So I decided, well, 635 miles. Yeah. I mean, I'd probably run more than that in that time period anyway. So like, what's the point of doing it if it's not a challenge? But I thought the double distance was like, I could, there's no way I could ever do that because that would be 10.3 miles a day. Yeah. But I decided well I'll just start I'll just try like how far how much can I go and I did it yeah and it like it really wasn't that hard because <laughs> when I would do it like I'd get up really early 5 you know and I'd go run walk like 3.5 miles and then I go for a lunch run or walk mostly a walk of like another three miles and then I go for another Three whatever miles in the evening. So I broke it up and, like, really um, just kind of got it done. So that's awesome.
0: <laughs> yeah. The, the the one way trek to through Tennessee, that was enough for me.
1: I'm not going back. <laughs> one way. Well, it was interesting. I thought Laz would have gotten a kick out of this because. I don't know if this was on our old podcast episodes, but my son, Will, it's his dream to run the Berkeley marathons. He is obsessed with it. And a few years ago, Laz, Lazarus Lake did the LazCon. He walked across America and we went yeah. up and met him and we walked with him. Will and I for 26.2 miles it was 13 hours. We spent a day with Laz like that was the most fantastic day of my entire life. Like, Oh my gosh, Lazarus! Wow, the most amazing human. So I thought he would have gotten a kick out of it because I did so many miles loops in my neighborhood, and like I noticed stuff that I would never have noticed before, and I I saw so many animals that I would never have seen. We have a little nature trail um, that I would walk on, and I got real into the hawks, and I'd watch the hawks catch snakes, and you know I saw foxes and. I saw a heron and like all sorts of different animals so it was like uh a time to really appreciate <laughs> what's in your own backyard things that I would otherwise have not noticed so yeah that was good nice
0: that's that's oh. i thought he was going to do the um um that that glasscon across the the US After the Tennessee, but he went into the Craw. Like I just thought, oh yeah, and I I just thought of like, well, that's kind of a you know the region. So the the Craw, in case anybody doesn't know, is the um is it circumpolar, circumpolar, Uh, yeah, race
1: circumpolar race around the world.
0: So there's twelve regions. Um, I just realized that there's actually twelve regions um, through different parts of the the world. So I thought he was actually. I mean, it seems like a pretty big um, event. So it's lasting until the end of 2021, but I thought he was going to do that, you know, across the, uh, you know, United States. So maybe he'll do that after. I don't.
1: Know. That would have been better. So you're doing Craw, right?
0: Yeah, we're in region three, right now. All right.
1: And is this the
2: one where you have like a group, like you have a certain amount of people in your group and it's the miles that everybody does as a group. It's like a team kind of thing. Yeah. Okay.
0: So yeah, some people do more miles some people do less. So everybody who, you know, you do like someone does three miles one day and another teammate does, you know, 20 miles in one day. And so you just log those miles, whatever you do. And it's just a cumulative uh, total for the team. So what
2: else? What else you got? I did a virtual race. Oh, you did a virtual race? Yes. I did one. I did it in um, Is it April or May. It was through uh, human potential racing. Oh yeah. Series, okay. The group out of Colorado and I, whatever, I just, I've still gotten their emails and stayed connected with them and So they did a virtual pandemic series race. And so you, whatever, you signed up for either 6, 12, or 24 hours. Um, I did six hours. Um, And so you got a a medal and a single sheet of toilet paper (laughs) was your prize.
1: Save that. (laughs)
2: <laughs> and I have that single sheet of toilet paper. I saved it with my medal.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh.
2: Yeah. And I think everybody's bib was like patient zero and, you know, anyways. So, um, I did that. I did, um, and I did that like about a mile and a half loop that I run through my neighborhood and it's, um, I mean, I, I that running hasn't, the pandemic really didn't affect my running I don't I I mean because I there's just not a lot of people out it doesn't so that didn't really affect my running at all but so I did my mile and a half loop it was a beautiful day and um, I ran what did I run I think I ran 23 miles total I did 23 miles total I ran 13 and then I stopped and I walked like the last 10 and that's awesome but it was great I that's awesome it was fun I kind of a neighbor that was doing a garage sale. And so he, or, you know, I kept passing him and he was like, what are you doing out there? And I'd wave at him again, you know, and another, whatever, 15, 20 minutes would go by and I'd come back by and he's like looking at me out on the, you know, on the curb, like, what are you doing? Crazy. lady?" That's funny. <laughs> yeah. So I did, it was six hours and, and, um, I think I did like 23 miles and so that was good. It was, it was, it was kind Aww, of fun.
0: Congratulations. Yeah. So
2: that was my one, yeah, my one my one race that I did this year. Nice. Nice. I think virtuals are going to be here for a little
0: while. And I, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know how, especially like bigger marathons, I don't know how they would do it. Like trail races, I can understand because they tend to be smaller anyway. But I don't know how bigger marathons will do it, to be honest.
2: 2022 might be the, that'll be the comeback year. I think so, we gotta hang
1: on till then
0: <laughs> I did say I wasn't going to sign up for any races in twenty twenty one so now I'm think- rethinking this account uh, across the years.
1: Well, you know, you could sign up for like January first of twenty twenty two This is true so, that's true. Y- you can hold off you know you can sign up the day of it like you don't have to decide right now.
0: Yeah, I do have one race that roll that is rolling over into um june so we'll see what that what happens with that
1: yeah that happened with rob was signed up for the what is it called the bighorn ultra it was going to be his hard rock qualifier that was in june and i actually i don't know if his is going to roll over or not i don't know i guess i should ask him or what is going to be happening by june is it even going to happen
0: there's a lot of just up in the air i guess we could just take it day by day right
1: this is true (laughs)
2: Cause God knows we didn't plan on any of those.
1: No. Yeah. You know, when you were saying you were waiting for Aravai to find out if they were getting the permission, like you could, if you in August was going to be completely different from what was going to be happening in October, mm. you know? So if they're trying to, if they had permission to do it in August, the conditions could have completely changed by October. So you kind of had to wait right till the last minute. Yeah. Arizona was a, pretty bad hotspot for a while, wasn't it? And that was
0: a concern because I think at that point in I think in either early October, I think cases were actually increasing. So and that's when I started to think, I mean, okay, well, if this race happens and it looks like it is, do I even want to go? You know, I I had to feel like I was gonna be safe. And I actually felt safer doing that race because I knew I was gonna be pretty much by myself, you know in that desert. So I probably felt safer being alone in that desert than, you know, going around, you know, in, in my city because LA right now is just, it's, I mean, we haven't got out of that purple tier at all. And it's just, you know, I don't know what it's going to take. I don't know.
1: So you're, are you recovered though? I mean, you're hit oh, at the end. You're, you're running the craw now. Yeah. So are you healed up?
0: Well, it took me about, I couldn't run for about two weeks after the race, like nothing. I, I couldn't even really walk um, a mile, uh, probably the first maybe four or five days, maybe, maybe four days it took me um, to do like, A mile comfortably i just kept stretching it and i didn't know what it was i'm like i never had issues with hip flexors nothing but i i think i've just neglected doing um a lot of strength training and stretching so i just hammered out a lot of stretching like constantly throughout the day doing hip flexor exercises and it took me a good um i was kind of worried um about taking like running. Um, But I was able to walk a little bit more comfortably. I kind of hobbled a little bit, but it took me a good two weeks to really feel nothing, to feel comfortable to run. But it made me nervous. Like I was so scared that I was going to feel that pain again. And I knew that if it did, it was just going to be more detrimental. Like I would probably seriously really injure myself if I did that. So I took my time. I was like, you know what? I'm in no hurry. I'm just going to, I'd rather just take my time, recover, walk. I mean, I, there's no shame in walking. I love walking. I will do all the walking that I can. And, um, but eventually I was able to run. So I, I, I can, I can comfortably run now, but I still do my exercises just to make sure. But I haven't had any issues with that. And I still haven't gotten new shoes, but I probably should.
1: <laughs> I was going to ask you. <laughs> Well good. I'm glad you've recovered. You know, I think this podcast has gone on for many hours at this point. I know. Probably. Do you think we ought to wind we, it? We down?
0: Probably should. We probably should.
1: <laughs> we can keep talking after we stop recording. <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations, Christina.
0: Well, thank you very much. Thank you very much.
1: It was so good to see both of you.
0: Which is something different because we did not see each other when we recorded the first round. Technology has come a
1: long way. <laughs> I haven't, but the technology has. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, anything else to say? It's a lovely seeing you and talking to them, And thank you to any of the four people up here. I think we're all related
0: to them. <laughs>